Blog Talk Radio. Texas. Uh, welcome to Zambia Block Talk Radio. It is Saturday, uh, January 23rd, and we do thank you for joining us from whichever part of the world that you're listening to. It's 9.03 Central Standard Time, 10 a.m. on the East Coast. To those in New York, Florida, up there, I believe in the Toronto areas, it's uh, 1,700 hours in Zambia. 3 p.m. in the Queensland of the United Kingdom and 11 p.m. Western Pacific, Australia, and all those parts of the world. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to the show. We are listening from broadcasting from the studios in Dallas, Texas. I'll be your host this morning. Nathan Inkama is my name. And uh, beginning today, we're going to do a series of uh, business seminars, if I may call them that. This was prompted out of a some information on a show that we had last weekend, my colleague and friend here in Canada, shared with us that in 2019, Africans in diaspora remitted approximately close to $48 billion back to Africa. And uh, that we thought that we should take that and sort of dissect, build on it, see the reflection and uh, what things are working and what things are not working. So that's our discussion for today. Um, what we are going to do is uh, we shall uh, 
we we have distinguished gentlemen here, the regular contributors, uh, part of this team, and they are going to be uh, breaking down some things. We shall begin with uh, Stephen Patrick Aji. is a technology business consultant and co-founder at Masterminder. So uh, Patrick, as we commonly call him here, is going to uh, sort of discuss a few things with his business partner, whom we shall also introduce here in a bit. Also joining the discussion, Dr. Patrick Wilson is not a stranger to anybody here. He is our senior consultant, go-to person. He's the one who just keeps us in line. All right, Patrick, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Nathan and everybody. Excellent. Welcome um, to the show. And uh, Dr. Patrick Mashuke. We also have our regular contributors and team members here. Roger, how's the weather out there? Weather is beginning to be chilly, but we can't complain. This is January, so we are ready. Excellent. That's, that's what we want to do here. And uh, we have also our regular team members, Noah, Indiana, good morning, and Lachisebwe. Uh, in Pennsylvania, um, we let's go. We, this is what we'll do. We'll let Masterminder first of all understand what they are about, their work, and what they do. The purpose of this is we want to get to that point where we can harness that 48 billion Roger. Instead of just sending it, I'll use this word loosely to be used to take care of uh, immediate needs back home. We want to we want to channel this 48 billion into sustainable projects, create employment, and create permanent solutions to the things that are going on back home. Uh, Patrick, why don't we begin by you introducing your business partner before we begin the discussion? Absolutely. So my name is Dennis Stephen Patrick Azy, and I have my business. Uh, partner and co-founder of Masterminder, Fabian Coosley. Um, hopefully he made it in. Fabian, are you there? Yes, he Hey, is. guys, I'm here. Uh, morning, everyone. I'm here. Morning. Welcome, Fabian. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Excellent. You're welcome. So, gentlemen, I'll just be throwing questions at you. You can, Patrick, Fabian, you can report, you can respond and uh, as and whoever wishes to take up the point. So the, while we, like I've said, what we want to do here is let the people know what Masterminder is about. And uh, Masterminder is going to be part of this process of us, of, you know, helping the African diaspora community do things, startup stuff and things like that. And then we shall also go to Dr. Patrick as the discussion continues. Uh, gentlemen, what prompted the founding or you starting up what you call mastermind? Uh, I'll take this one, Fabian. So I'll start it anyway. The, so it, it all started from a discussion that was had over two years ago, around two years ago, um, around the problems um, that we were seeing and we were hearing mm. um, from black entrepreneurs you know, in the local area, which is the Toronto market, Toronto, Canada market. Um, we were hearing and we were seeing, we we're experiencing um, some issues with black entrepreneurs yeah. and aspiring entrepreneurs. 
um, unequal access to some of the incubators and accelerators, business accelerators that were popping up around the city. Some were well-established, but they weren't exactly accessible to everyone. Um, mm. Kind of a struggle to be taken um, with, with some of the projects that they wanted to uh, um, get off the ground. Um, conscious and, un- and subconscious bias that they were finding when trying to get their business off the ground, whether that be in funding or that just be in mentorship or something like that, right? Um, and, you know, the consulting services that they were able to access were pretty much cookie cutter. So it didn't take into account their unique situation, right? Um, that was that was a big one. Mm-hmm. And um, those who were not in the tech space who wanted to start up non-tech businesses were further put to the back of the line, right? Because tech was prioritized. So those were some of the things that we were seeing and hearing. And hmm. uh, it started from a discussion. And then um, that discussion just kept going for, I think, what was it, five weeks, Fabian? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> five weeks on a Saturday. I'll let Fabian take this, but it's, we met on a Saturday. We discussed this for like, and none of us, you know, the people that were discussing kind of knew each other. And okay. uh, we stayed in that conversation for about five hours. And then we made a commitment to come back and have another discussion and another discussion. And out of that came a program. And Fabian, I'll let you take it from here. Yeah. And, you know, it's um, – I'd probably sum it up as what – what we all came to the conclusion out of that discussion was, um, you know, really it's, it's the requirement that we all try to gain out of this is um, bringing, not only bringing folks together, but th- we all know that the, the challenge that's there for us is, is really, maybe I'll start at the end, right? It's, it's economic power is really what the goal is, I think, in all what, what we all see is the, is the need that needs to be put in place. Now, how do you get that economic power? And if you work backwards from that, economic power means you need to have ownership in things. And in order for you to have ownership in things, you need to have business owners. In order for you to have business owners, you need to have entrepreneurs. Uh, and that was the way we, we came down to seeing that the need was really to drive and support and help the entrepreneurial community, um, not only in helping them be confident in in the idea of owning something, um, but also, you know, helping them think through a lot of the thoughts around becoming an, uh, an entrepreneur, right? And I think that as we if you're not around entrepreneurs and comfortable in entrepreneur, it's it's like anything else that you take up. Um, you have to be around those kinds of people to understand mm-hmm. that certain things are normal, right? Yes, it's normal for you to have a full-time job and trying to become an entrepreneur. And I think what I, what, and I'll just kind of wrap up here just quickly. I think what the common theme that we saw in a lot of the people we spoke with that were striving to become entrepreneurs or launch their business or, or create an idea, a majority of it was not the fear of the idea, but it was really the reinforcement network that they needed to uh-huh. be confident that they can achieve it 
and really that community. So that's what we ended up forming with Mastermind. It was really not just, you know, a group that says, hey, this is what you should do uh, to launch your business, but also whether it be the, 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 the conscious, the subconscious reinforcements around you can do it, you know, where are you with this plan, did you get, the, did you get this portion done yet, and really that continual support. And I think that's another piece that a lot of uh, other folks that get involved in this space, they seem to miss that. And it's not just about funding or getting folks, helping folks with an idea. There's also a real psychological um, part around support mm. and, and making sure that they're, you know, we're with you. And that, that's probably the takeaway, right? And that's the important piece around what we, what we try to reinforce. Let, let, let's zero in into that point you just made, Fabian, the psychological part of it. I think that seems to be, us people of African origins, biggest challenge. It's not that we don't have mm-hmm. the money. The record is mm-hmm. there. $48 billion was remitted in 2019. So that psychological part of it. Um, and you've also mentioned clearly that being around people who've got this entrepreneurship mindset. So in, in dealing with the people that you have dealt with in the Toronto area, and I believe you do get people outside that area, um, wh- what's the first thing, what, what stands out a lot with the people that you've dealt with so far? Yeah, so... What what seems to be the theme um, is the there, there's a saying that says most you know most mistakes in life are either you've made the decision too quick or you've made the decision it took too long to make the decision right mm-hmm. and there's a lot of delay or or there's a lot of validation. Right, so we've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs, and the theme really is, I have this idea, um, you know, I know what I want to do, <laughs> right, and mm-hmm. there's there's a pause, right? There's there's a pause, and there's this is where Steve and I discussed that the theme that we're seeing is there's an aspect of accountability and follow up that's really required for a lot of the entrepreneurs we've spoken with. So they have the idea and they, they know mm-hmm. what they want to do, some of them. But then when you ask, well, where are you with this with the plan? Um, they're sort of they're not moving forward with it. And I think that a lot of folks that you that and a lot of folks probably listening to your to your show, if you have ideas and you're trying to move forward with it, you have to be around people that are going to push you and ask you and make you accountable on where you are with your idea. Mm. And if you're, you know, friends and family are all great, but they're not the ones to support you. Right. And, and I want to, I want to, I want to make sure I correct that word so that it's clear. They're not equipped to support you. Right. Friends and family are not equipped, not that they don't want to, but they're not equipped to support you. And when, when we talk about support, Mm-hmm. That comes in many forms, but especially for for us as a people, our support really stems from having the right individuals that will inquire, will 
give you input and, and will ask you where you are in your plan. And that's the kind of people you need. And that's the theme we've seen, the, the common theme, uh, are, are, are that we don't have enough of that in the plan. So a lot of people get stuck because mm-hmm. they don't know what to do next. Okay. So Noah, everybody, Roger, I'd say, well, I hope you are writing notes because we are going to bring this thing down to reality when we bring in Dr. Patrick and the business plan. So Stephen, uh, yes. like Fabian has said, I've got this idea, I'm stuck. And somehow I stumble into Mastermind a website or I listen to this show and uh, Nathan is talking to Fabian and Stephen. I'm like, oh, wow, they're describing me. And I decide to get in touch with you. So after I contact you, what happens after that? What are the steps that follow? Um, well, we have two two ways, well, two services that can really, really help you. Um, once you get in contact with us, we'll invite you to what we call our Masterminder Workshops. Right. Okay. And those masterminder workshops were the first thing that we did as masterminders to help serve the community. So we started with in person, a location where we invited, you know, aspiring entrepreneurs and business founders in and they came in and we were helping them to get through roadblocks, to think of ideas to get around certain issues, to help with a, just a myriad of, of things that entrepreneurs uh, need to kind of accomplish to, to launch their business or to grow their business. Um, so we were in person, and those were our workshops. Last year, of course, the pandemic comes along. Mm-hmm. Now we can no longer have in-person workshops, so we're taking those workshops online. We're digitizing our services. So now that we can serve, we can serve people, you know, in remote locations, right, across North America and beyond, really. So mm-hmm. that would be the first thing. We would invite them to the workshop, and then the workshop, the cool, it's a group setting, a limited number of people in a group setting. But one of the cool things about the work, a couple of good things about the workshop, is that you get to network. You get to network with other entrepreneurs. Um, that's very key. Um, number two, we get to focus in and ask questions and start organizing um, steps and a plan for your business, right? We ask you what your mm-hmm. business is. We try to, you know, get it out of it. We ask very key questions. I think one of the things that we do, since we're both consultants, Fabian and I, is we're very good at asking questions, which is one of the most important things you can do in helping an entrepreneur. Um, to kind of think through things, right? So we do that and we focus, we take some time to focus on your business, what you're trying to do, where you are in your plan. Do you have a plan? Things like time management, things like marketing, sales, you know, uh, website, you know, (laughs) payment portals, everything, right? And we help you to organize it and put it in perspective and we give you next steps. That's the first service. Um, the next service that we have is Masterminder Consulting. And it's a bespoke or custom uh, consulting service 
and it's highly customized to the individual. And um, there we can help you on an individual level. And, um, yeah, so either one of those two things. But normally, if you're just coming in, we'd like to invite you to the Masterminder Workshop um, because that's where you start. That's where you get an idea of who we are, Fabian and I, and how we do things and and what Masterminder is. And, and, uh, yeah, so that would be the first step, Masterminder Workshops. Fabian? Before you come in, Fabian, um, yeah. uh, I'll ask two more questions and I'll allow my colleagues who have called in to jump in. Everybody, I've left your lines open. Anybody can jump in to whatever question or comment you want to make. Um, Stephen, you've mentioned most common roadblocks, number one. And obviously, you are professionals and consultants, and there is a fee to this. One thing I know, I'm an African, I'm a black man, I'm whatever terminology one wants to use. We are not a people who want to pay for services. I don't know what's up with that concerning <laughs> ask. <laughs> I don't know. Even, I mean, you, Fabian, you clearly said it that your family members are not the best people to equip you. I'm doing a project back home. I would rather use my family members than a professional organization or company. That's, I want you to address that. Number one, what are the most common roadblocks that you've identified? Number two, why are we so itchy about when it comes to pay professional services? I, I, I think if that's the concern, I think Masterminder is where you want to be. And let me just tell you why. So when, when, when Fabian and I, when we first started doing this, this mm. was a free service. We took our, our own time and money. We had a place, and we invited entrepreneurs in. And next thing we know, they were, they were coming in droves. But it was a free service. Mm-hmm. When they came in on a Saturday morning, it was twice a month. Came in on a Saturday morning, there was, there was tea there, there was coffee there, there were refreshments there. And it was absolutely free. And we were receiving no funding. So that just speaks to we were doing this out of a genuine concern mm-hmm. for our people and a genuine uh, passion for helping our people. We weren't charging anything. It was free. Now that we're going online, we have to build a platform. And, of course, yes. in order to in the service, there's a fee. But here's the great thing about it. Our fee is not free, meaning it's going to cost you more than a dollar, but you pay what you think it's worth, period. We don't have a fee for our Masterminder workshop. If you find it it valuable, you pay what you think it's worth or what you have. We don't have a set price. And that's what's unique. That's what's unique about Masterminder. The market will tell us what our services are worth and how valuable they are to the community. So $5, $10, whatever, right? $100. That's the great thing about Mastermind. We're a social enterprise. And as a social enterprise, our main goal is not the maximization of profits. Okay. So that's passed down to the consumer and our clients. 
The most common roadblocks? Most common roadblocks. Uh, some of the things that I've mentioned already. Um, oh, okay. That's okay. really uh-huh. to support services, um, um, mentorship. Um, there are, if we get into the details, it's, it's mainly things like, hey, how do I market? Do I need social media? Yeah. How yeah, and, and another, What's my and another thing like that. Yeah, and and another thing, just to just to summarize what Steve's saying around the the challenges, I'd probably say one word, right? It's it's sequence. People, we are not clear on the sequence of things as it should occur, right? Sequence. Um. You get up in the morning. You brush your teeth. You take a shower. You get breakfast. You make coffee. Sequence. In the business world, in the entrepreneur world, no one has outlined a sequence. So when do you need a logo? When do you need to trademark? When do you need to register the business? When do you need to set up merchant accounting? When do you need to set up a pricing strategy? There's a sequence here. And we've seen numerous entrepreneurs struggle with things like, I need to define my pricing. And they have not even registered their company. Right. So those are examples of, of sequence where we help entrepreneurs, as Steve mentioned, it's a free, it, well, we, I don't want to say free, because when you say free, that gives a little bit of, well, how good is it if it's free? So what we do is we say, you come to our sessions, um, you've, you will determine on your own worth what things are worth. And for some people that show up, they may for them, it may be like, oh, I already know this stuff. I'm okay. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's worth anything. For some people that show up, hey, this is all brand new. I love it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to contribute X amount of dollars to what you guys do. Um, and what we help them do in that workshop is really drive through the sequence of events that need to happen, help them organize the sequence of events, and when they come back to our session, we follow up with some accountability. So if we've given you a sense of sequences of things you should be focusing on, when we see you again on our next workshop, we're going to ask you, hey, 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 such and such, last time we met, you were working on your logo design. Where is mm-hmm. that? Is it done? And, and there's a sense of accountability here that you're not going to get from other groups and other, 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 other individuals. So that's, that's what we say common theme and what we provide. That's really what, what comes out of that. Now back to, I think the original, one of the questions um, um, you had asked around, you know, what are, um, um, what was the second question that you had, you were trying to ask? The common roadblocks. Common roadblocks, right. So, uh, so that the sequence becomes a common roadblock, um, and I think it's really been what, what we what we are good at doing, and what I what our one of our key things are, we're able to take all what's in your head, <laughs> right, around the idea, what you want to do, uh, how you want to do it, uh, take all of that out, sequence it in in a in an entrepreneurial way that makes sense logically, and then prioritize those things that you should be focusing on and then put some accountability on there where 
we ask you to follow up on where you are, right? And that way you're not putting the cart before the horse, they call it. You're not working on things that are not relevant, not yet, uh, and, and leaving the less, the more important things, you know, not being completed. And that's what we try to do with, with the entrepreneurs that come to our sessions is really drive that, that sequencing down and, and make sure that you're following up with those right steps. And, 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 and we want to see you sort of fly off. And that's really mm-hmm. it, right? This is not really because mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to. We kind of want to make sure. Well, where's the where's the line? You know, where how far does Mastermind go? We go to we go in to help you organize, build your plan, uh, and make sure that you can work through that model, and 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 see you succeed, right? We don't we don't, we're not into we don't get into the the venture capital piece and funding piece, right? There are there are many groups that support that and many groups that provide that service, and we're happy to, to reference folks when they're ready to go into those areas where they need funding or they need – but what we try to do is we try to get those folks that are on the edge of, you know, I work full-time and, I, and I'm trying to start a business, or I have a business and I'm trying to scale it, you know, to become bigger or better, and now that COVID's here, you know, how do I transform my business, right, into more digital uh, and we help them think through those things, whether it's the tech piece or whether it's the strategy piece, and that's what kind of um, that's what helps. We've seen help that a lot of people come back for because they don't. It's hard to get that anywhere. So it's a little bit of mentorship, a little bit of project management, a little bit of consulting, a little bit of entrepreneurship, uh, right? And both Steve and I work in the corporate space as well, so. What we do is we take those things that we see work well in the corporate space, right? Uh-huh. Where, they, where these companies are bringing in, they're bringing in folks like Deloitte and Accenture and IBM, and 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 we are exposed to how they, their methodology works and how they're driving and completing big, huge projects. So we take that learning, and we we bring that down to our people, and we share it, and we say, you know what, this is this is what the Fortune 500 companies are doing. This is their approach. This is how they prioritize, right? This is how they do heat maps. This is how they do strategy sessions. We take that and then we 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 bring it down to our people and share it so that because we know it works and we make sure that we can implement using the same sort of methodology. Mm, excellent. We are at the bottom of the hour. This is the first in the many business seminars that we are going to do. And uh, before we transition to Dr. Patrick, uh, my colleagues that have called in any questions or comments for Patrick and Fabian? Um, no. Roger mm-hmm. here, Patrick, welcome, and uh, Fabian uh, in the prairies of Canada. So look west, you'll find me. Um, <laughs> yeah, some of the things uh, you, you have said. Um, one of the things that Dr. Patrick has always told us here is to create a, a business plan. And I was uh, laughing, at Fabian, when you said, okay, you almost said you can have a business plan, but if you have no one pushing you, mm-hmm. no one, no one di- directing you, that business plan uh, will uh, just call it dust. Well, 
nowadays at least, they are in the computer, they are not collecting dust. I've got like four of them there. So what is missing, like you are saying, it is a network of, like you guys, which mm -hmm. is going to push you. you. You said you are going to do this. Where mm -hmm. are you? Yeah, yeah. So that, that point uh, has really uh, uh, hit me, and let me say, nicely. Uh, I, I, I liked uh, that, that point. Because plans, I think a lot of us, we have 100 plans out there. But mm -hmm. that network of friends who are going to push you to move from A to B, that is where the missing, uh, the, the missing mm -hmm. link is. And a, a lot of my friends here, I think you agree. There's, uh, in 12 years we've been doing this. Uh, there's, well, I don't know how many plans, Fabian, we, we've discussed here. But mm -hmm. I, I would say one or two. Uh, are still surviving. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting the the planning, the planning part of it, and actually just getting it off the ground. Now, as far as business plans are concerned, yes, there should be a plan to move forward. But your business, your overall business plan, is not something that you write and finish, and then start your business. Your business plan really is going to be written as you go through your journey, your entrepreneurial journey. That's where the plan is going to be written. Yeah, and, and, and there's a key word in here. There's a key word in here, execution of the plan. That's what you need. That's where you need folks that are going to make you accountable to execute. And, and execution comes in many forms, right? But Mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing we've seen is, you know, when you have individuals that that care, because that's that's the key here. Someone that you know what, what when we talk to some of our folks that have came to our sessions after, you can hear that their their feedback has really been, you know, I can sense that their their feedback is around, wow, someone actually is someone actually cares about where I am in this dream I have. That's, that does so much psychological positive influence for their, for their, for their aspirations, right? Because someone, think about that. You have this dream to, to do this or own that or build this or launch this. And you have friends, families, you have many people that will, will say to you, that's a good idea, and that's about it. But here you meet, you meet two gentlemen that actually care where you are in fulfilling that dream. Where are you with that, right? Where did you, did you complete that yet? And I think that's a big part in our, in our, in our sort of re, reigniting that fire that entrepreneurs have is, is, is to have individuals around you that care about your success and care that you are going to achieve that goal that, that you need that you've put on paper or that idea you had in your head. So that's a really big piece in what we offer. I think, and I don't, it's funny. I think that wasn't, I don't think we've actually Steve, and, and you can correct me. That was, that was sort of a out, that was an outcome of the effort we put in. I don't think we really said, we sat down and said, you know, this is what we want to do. We were just, Hey, we want to help the community, help our people. We've got great experience. 
uh, and we see that there's a gap here. And what we ended mm. up finding out was it, it wasn't more around, um, you know, I'll give you an example. We had a, one of, we, we were in a discussion and someone said, you know, the biggest thing entrepreneurs need is money. And I disagree. We disagree. No, it's not money. It's not money entrepreneurs need. Right? To their earlier comment, we, we have money. We can get the money. We can find the money. The biggest thing that we lack is having that reinforcement and that community of, of, of someone that cares where you are and continually pushing you to achieve it. You'll find the money because that's what you do as an entrepreneur, right? You'll find, you'll find a way to get what you need to do, but it's harder to find individuals that are of that caliber to keep pushing you to achieve the goal. So that's, that's the piece that we, we, we see people really appreciate that. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that's the the the, the missing yeah, component in in our that's, community. That's, that's um, so let me. Yeah. Oh, Doctor Patrick, let me just. Oh, okay, Noah. Noah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you see, this is the twenty third day in the year twenty twenty one, and most people before we switched over into twenty twenty one, most people had New Year's resolutions. And you find that within a week or two, most people sort of fall off. They fall off those New Year's resolutions, not necessarily that the plan wasn't effective or things like that. But it's lack of an accountability partner. So you guys, you present a very unique component, especially to our people, needing somebody who's going to follow up, somebody who's going to say, just like everybody has pointed out, last week you said you were working on this. Uh, on ABC, where are you on ABC and things like that? So I think this is a very, very great initiative. I highly, highly support and to do everything that we can. I think just to spread the word because I the concept because the mm-hmm. accountability or social networking. Because like I say, most people we plan something, but there's no one to cheer you on or no one to support you or no one just to hold you accountable to follow through. So this is a great initiative. Excellent. Thank you, Noah. So, everybody, um, Noah in our networks, everybody listening, let's let's tell everybody about this. It's important. The website is Masterminder. Minder, where there's, instead of so go there, check them out, get in touch, and let's see what happens. Let me mention everybody that this is going to be a series of these business seminars as we continue. Like you have said, Noah, this is the 23rd day of the year 2021, and I don't know how many people have fallen. Let's get some, let, let's bring in Dr. Patrick here. So, Dr. Patrick, you've, this is the one component of what we are going to be dealing with. What is the other component from your side that you want to bring into the picture here? As, um, as we've been talking about uh, throughout the past years, we've been talking about a business plan. Mm-hmm. And, and speci- specifically, what a business plan is and what it is not. And basically, what we were talking about is what goes into pulling this, this vision. And that's what a business plan is. It's a vision 
to get you from point A to point B. And in order to get you from point A to point B, you'll need partners. The partners are defined by your business. And then you get into and then you get into the elevator pitch. Now what I was going to talk about was the step by step process. But in listening to uh, our brothers uh, a few minutes ago, I'm going to do it a little differently. And differently in that I'm picking up points that were presented to you and expanding those points. Um, And what in doing that, I'm going to be distilling the business plan. I'm breaking it down to the point where each one of us can take steps to activate it. You know, everyone is familiar with the word show business, and many of us deal basically in the show, in the presentation, and put little work in the business. So what we're going to do is we can do the show, but more so we're going to put work in the business. The the um, the idea of your business is to know what you want to do. It's your vision. What is your passion? And and your passion is what pushes you through. It's 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 the pause between you know what you want to do and how you're going to do it. So. Your passion is that motivator. It's something you've always wanted to do when you were a child and growing up and now in middle adulthood, but it's still there. There's still a nagging that pushes you. If it's money-making, that's a passion. How do you make money? That's a passion. And what I've heard earlier is niche building. You don't have to begin a huge business or start a huge business or have a passion to make a lot of money based on a a, a huge production line or a huge advertising line. What you can do is you can be a niche. For example, an elevation pitch, how to make someone believe in your vision. That is a business. If you can turn to somebody or you know someone that can help you present an elevation pitch to get people interested in your business, then that is a profession that you could develop. Finding a comparable partner. Most of the times you need someone to assist you or to work with you to help you move your vision, your business plan along. If you have a vision of creating a a goat farm in the United States and selling these goats to a, a partner in Zambia, then that's a niche. A niche is to pull somebody in the United States that's interested in goats and somebody in Zambia that's interested in goats, that is a profession. You put, That's your niche. 
Also, self-confidence is your greatest motivator. You have to believe in yourself. You have to say you can do this. The, the most difficult time in a thought process, in a vision process, is if you say you want to do something, and then along the line, along the way, it's not working out. You have to have that self-confidence in adjusting to keep going. So have that, that, that self-confidence in you. <clears throat> Another business that you can develop is called niche services, meaning that these are the individuals, it's a small business, and it can expand to a large one. It's a small business that gets you what you want to do. Uh, one of our brothers talked about earlier sequencing. And in the discussion of sequencing, he talked about logo design. That's a niche. You can have individuals that specializes in logo design. So in essence, what you want to do is you want to either be in a position to develop these on your own or be in a position to have somebody direct you to someone that can do this for you. And this is, again, building your plan, building your business, building your concept, building your vision. Business plans itself is a document piece of paper. But this, a true business plan is a living organism. Uh, it's As the brother said, it's an execution of your plan. It's something you're going to do. You're going to move along. And what moves it along is you have succession, successive milestones that you reach as you go, point by point. Point, oh, I did this. That's great. Let me go over to here. Let me do this. Oh, I've reached this milestone. Oh, this is great. Success, success, success. Um, the, the, the business continual support idea, the psychology behind this, and, and what motivates psychological, the psychological part is success. You have to have success. <clears throat> There's no vision without success. No success without vision. And don't be greedy, meaning don't think you're going to make a lot of money from day one. Money will come, and it will build upon itself. If you create a niche or a business that costs, say, $1,000, and your percentage out of it, is 10%. That's not a lot of money. But when it expands with your work and your involvement, that 10% multiplies. And within a year, that 10% will blossom into a lot more money than what you started. The only ones that do not like to lose money is those who have remittances that will not give you heartburn if you were to lose it. For example, if you have 
$1,000, it's going to give you heartburn if you lose it. But if you have $10 with the hopes that it's going to expand into $1,000, you'll take a chance. So $10, you can take a chance. $1,000, you're not going to take a chance. All folds up into the third part. So you have vision, that success, and then you have trust. Trust is only for friends and family. Business trust is success and seeing that someone has worked out a plan to get you from A to B. Business trust is someone that can explain to you or work with you to say how we, the the enterprise, how we are going to make money. That's what you trust. You trust success. If you do not trust success, then there's no business trust. If If there's a friend that you want to trust, then don't don't worry about what you're going to lose because you are going to lose it. Uh, if you trust your friend enough to lose $100, then that's fine. If you trust your family to lose $300, that's fine. But if you trust your business, if you trust somebody's vision to make money, then that's what you're going to do. All banks, all credit associations, all of these financial vehicles are supported by you proving to them you're willing to return their money. Remittances are great, but remittances do not return a fund or a certain amount of money to you unless those remittances are going to a particular project. So going back to the overall picture, it's show business. You're going to show somebody something, but if it's not going to make you money, then you're not talking business. That's the global business plan. That's the global economy. What we always talk about is, again, the business plan and the business proposal. The business proposal is showing showing how great you are, showing how a wonderful person you are, showing what you've done for yourself. But the business plan is showing where you're going to return an investment. How are you going to make money, not only for your company, but for the lenders? If you, that old saying, if you build it, they will come. If you build a strong, successful business plan with a vision as to where you're going to take it, then people will come and give you money with the idea of getting an investment return. Believe in yourself. Think of a vision. Think of that that project you always wanted to do. And then set out and do it. The, the, The major thing that I want to share with everyone is You have to do the work. There's no getting around it. If you're interested in goat farming, you have to know every aspect 
of goat farming. If you want to get into niche creation, you have to know every aspect of niche creating. If you want to get into um, a particular type of, of um, um, growth marketing, if you want to develop a, a regulatory laboratory, you have to know everything about a regulatory laboratory. The major problem that show business people engage in or fall into is when they say, I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderfully. I, my, my show business expertise is they, everyone loves me. And then what they do is they turn the business part to somebody else. It is important to know the business part of show so that you can keep your money in your pocket as opposed to giving it to someone else. So whatever you do, whatever your vision is, do the research. Know about what you want to get into. If it's going to be too difficult for you, then reduce your vision to a point where you can comfortably engage. Know your business. Extremely important. Extremely important. Thanks, Dr. Patrick. Uh, everyone, remember, this is going to be a series of uh, business seminars, and uh, we've all got uh, connected in certain circles and networks. Noah, everybody here. Let's get the word out. Um, Patrick and uh, Fabian, as we conclude here, uh, we shall conclude. We shall set another date where we talk about spe- certain specifics. This was just sort of like an introductory. If somebody needs to get in touch with you, what do they need to do? What's the information? I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. They, they can I, again. They can. Um, they can get us on uh, masterminder.com. Um, they can send us an email at contact at masterminder.com. Again, that's minder m y n d e r dot com. Um, and and of course, you know, we'll be happy to come back um, and discuss anything further. If folks need to reach out to us. Um, we're on all the platforms. The, we have the uh, the website. Uh, we have a Facebook group as well. You can reach us. Just search for the the Masterminder name, and uh, it should come up. Um, that's how they can reach us. Sorry, Steve. Go mm-hmm. ahead. No, no, that's it. That's that's what I was going to okay. say. Yeah, it's important. I mean, like Roger put the challenge to us uh, last weekend when I mentioned that we're going to be doing this. Uh, it's not just a matter of us doing this or talking about it. Like Dr. Pata said, you said it too, I believe, Fabian. The issue is not money. The issue is we need people to push us and to, and we're going to be this part of that 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 force, if you wish to use that word, that pushes people. Like Rogers rightly pointed out, there are so many things that we've talked about here, so many business plans. Dr. Pat, you referred to farming, goat farming. Roger even created a page, I believe, for goat farming in Zambia. It's big. It's a big platform. A lot of things being discussed there. Uh, Noah here is highly connected. He's a community leader. 
uh, including Alan, who is just joining us here. All these are highly connected people. So what we want to do, friends, is to get this information and knowledge and say, hey, we, we need to push things here. That $48 billion cannot just end up being consumed or buying consumable products. We, we need to create jobs, Alan. We, we need to create jobs uh, back yeah. in Africa and uh, get into, into, into those situations. Uh, Roger, any final comments? I don't know what grade you're going to give us for a start off show here on this. No, um, it is a uh, it is a, a, a good program. Uh, the, the the only uh, thing, Patrick and uh, uh, I've forgotten the name. I'm growing old. Fabian. Um, Fabian. 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 Uh, it, it is a part where you say you, you give us the the, the price. Uh, you think this is waste to you, and if you are dealing with black people, that can be a very big problem. So. Uh, Either, in my view, um, I don't know if you maybe consider a more, either find a price. I know you don't want to do that. Um, maybe create a, a just a, a non-governmental organization and find, find funding for, for it. Why I say so is I, I don't want you to leave me, um, what, what is the word, Nathan, I want to use? Uh, feeling guilty uh, mm-hmm. that probably I've not done uh, I'm not insulting you you know what I mean I don't want to I- insult you uh, probably you guys think this program is is worth um, maybe a thousand dollars then there I am throwing uh, 13 bucks to you you guys will may be okay yes. with it but I may, f- uh, I may have that guilt conscious within me that probably I'm, 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 insulting, I'm insulting you guys. So we, sh- we should have a, a balance somewhere. You should find something uh, to help a black folk like me to work with. Thank you. Okay. Let, let's pick up that discussion in our next segment. Coming up is Open <laughs> Forum. Roger is the yes, one hosting that. That's where we we sort of become unleashed or unplugged, whichever word you want to use. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Fabian. It was good to have you on the show, uh, Steve, Dr. Pat, for sharing your information. Let's all call back in for open forum. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you.